Greetings to all of you, precious saints of the Most High God. This is Pastor Teresa Smith from Southern Arizona, and it's my privilege to be able to share with all of you today. I really appreciate the opportunity. I know that all of you are in the midst of holiday preparations and celebrations, and so I am grateful for this time that you've chosen to set apart to join me here And maybe because it is the Christmas season, the Lord has really had me thinking about the passage of scripture that I'm going to share with you today, and I offer it to you as a Christmas devotional thought. Fittingly, I'll have you turn with me to the very familiar account that we find in the first chapter of Luke, and we will read starting at verse 26. Maybe you're like me, and when a passage is so very familiar, I neglect to ponder it in the very same way I would a less familiar passage. So let's hear this account with new ears and with open hearts. So in Luke one twenty six it says, And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with you. Blessed art you among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Let's just stop right here for a minute. I've been noticing in scripture the way that it talks about Mary. I'm really captivated by this. The way that she takes in what God speaks to her, what angels spoke, what God is doing what she observed around her, and how she processes all those things. Like right here where it says, And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Or in Luke 2.19, it also says, Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. That is the just the same thing that we're called to do as saints, to observe what God's doing to hear what he's saying, to keep all of the things he shares and ponder them in our hearts until we come to a point of interpretation and alignment with what we know, what we see happening around us, all according to God's purpose. The saying of the angel agitated Mary. She began to cast in her mind what manner of salutation it was. I can imagine she was puzzled. She cast in her mind to means to mull it over, to try to reason it out to align it with what she already knew. So basically she was wrestling with it. And the angel said to her, maybe he could see what was going on in her. And he said, fear not Mary, for you have found favor or caris with God, caris, favor, grace. This is a theme that we're hearing about on a daily basis right now. This is a passage that's just full of the grace of the Lord. And the angel said, Behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. Now, bring forth means to produce something from a seed, like a mother does, or a plant in the earth, etc. It can be either literal or it can be figurative. Um, It means to bear or be born, to bring forth, to be delivered, or to be in travail. So a seed is planted and carried until it's brought forth or delivered through travail. And this seed is going to bring about a son, and his name is going to be called Jesus. He shall be great. He shall be be called the Son of the Highest. 
And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. It's an interesting way to put it, isn't it? It says, The angel answered her and said unto her that she was going to bring forth a holy thing. That's that's interesting to me. Not a baby, but a holy thing. And this is the part I really want you to hear. The Holy Ghost shall come upon you. And the power of the highest shall overshadow you. And overshadow means to cast a shade upon, of course, but also to envelop in a haze of brilliancy, to invest with influence, to overshadow. Therefore, also that holy thing. And the holy thing is translated from the word that we know, hagios. It should be a really familiar term to us. We talk about this all the time. Hagios, saintly. It's the same word we apply to ourselves or to the holy or hagios spirit. We are the saints. We are the hagios, the holy, the holy ones. We're becoming holy. It doesn't mean that we're walking around because we are so holy. It means we are becoming, being transformed into those holy ones that God is looking for. And the angel answered and said unto her here in 35, The Holy Ghost shall come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. So she will be overshadowed by God. And therefore, that holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. So basically, sonship was brought forth because the Holy Ghost came upon this willing servant, Mary. She was a willing vessel to carry this hagios thing that was deposited within her. And the power of the highest overshadowed her. And she brought forth something hagios or saintly or holy. This is the same calling that's upon us, dear ones, that we would submit to the highest. And the Holy Ghost would overshadow us to plant that seed within us that will bring forth sonship into the earth. And then in verse 36, it goes on and says, And behold, your cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Let this same response be in us. Here I am, Lord. I'm your servant, your handmaid, your servant. Be it unto me according to your word or basically here I am Lord your servant whatever you say just whatever you say and the angel departed from her and Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth and it came to pass when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth also was filled with the Holy Ghost. May it be so for us that because of the deposit of God within us, people around us are stirred and filled with the Holy Spirit. 
and they begin to have prophetic vision to call forth God's purpose in the earth, like Elizabeth does in this next verse. She says, she spoke, Elizabeth spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. This is so prophetic that that Elizabeth knows that there shall be a performance of those things that were told her from the Lord. Let us have those same eyes and that same heart that Elizabeth has, that when when we go somewhere, we see a thing and we know that God's in it, that we declare that there's going to be a performance, a fulfillment of those things that have been told from the Lord. And Mary responds to all of it, and she says, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. You know, over the past few weeks, we've had some teachings from Apostle Ron about rejoicing and walking in this spirit where our soul magnifies the Lord. Our spirit is rejoicing in what God is doing. Even if things don't look like what we want them to, even if things are confusing as they probably were for Mary, even as they, um, as things are, seem like they'd be hard to walk in, let our soul magnify the Lord and our spirit rejoice in God, our savior. And it goes on in 48 and says, for he has regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden for behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed for he that is mighty has done to me great things and holy is his name and his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. This is such a wonderful song that Mary brings forth. The church over the ages has called it the Magnificat. It's a wonderful, um, stirring rendition of what Mary brings forth as her soul magnifies the Lord. And she says all of these wonderful things about him. But let's let's embrace these things for ourselves as well. That he who is mighty has done to us great things. Holy is his name. It says that his mercy is on them that fear God from generation to generation in these days where where fearing God is not not taught has not been imparted to children let's be those that walk in fear of the Lord from generation to generation and God will bring about the things that he has promised and then it says that Mary stayed there with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned to her own house this Christmas season as we think about Mary bringing forth this infant Jesus Let's be like Mary, committing ourselves unwaveringly to God, our Father, and to his perfect plans and his purposes. Let's not be afraid to say yes, even when things seem terrifying. 
Let's not be distracted by life or by current events. We need to see and transact our lives in the spiritual realm instead of the natural realm. Because even though the natural realm is what we see, that which endures and which is really happening is what's going on in the spiritual realm. Remember that as the angel decreed, with God nothing shall be impossible. Let that be our claim, our song. With God nothing shall be impossible. We will be overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. He will plant his seed within us. It will incubate and it will grow there until its appointed time. And at that appointed time, we will bring forth the plans and purposes of God. This is our saintly call. This is not a new message for Christmas. It's a message that is laced throughout every teaching in every season that we have embraced as the saints. The seed of God, God's plan and purpose is planted within us as saints by the power of of the Holy Spirit who overshadows us. We carry that seed within us. We must protect it as it grows to its full purpose and its full point of timing. Just as, just like a baby needs to wait for the proper point of timing to come forth, so that with, which God plants within us needs to wait for the proper point of timing to come forth. And we travail in prayer until that time. Let's not get weary, saints, or lose heart. Neither let us be fooled into thinking that what we carry is of no consequence or it's not important or significant. Even if it's just still a seed and not developed at all yet, it has God potential. Sometimes we can look at a seed and not see what it's going to become. Let's remember that what is planted within us may not feel of great consequence, but it has God potential to become a great and mighty thing in his hand, in his work, and in his timing. For with God nothing shall be impossible. We are the saints. We are overshadowed by the presence of the Holy Spirit, carrying the seed of God, and in his timing we will give birth to the plans and purposes of God. And I just want to bless you, dear ones, dear saints. Let's pray and then I will just say goodbye. So, Father, we just thank you for this word. I ask you, God, that as you stir each one of us, that you would cover that which you've planted within us and that we would be stirred and refreshed to press into you, to travail to the point of bringing forth that which you've commissioned us to bring forth, that we would not grow weary or lose heart, and that in this season we would not be distracted. I just praise you, God, and I give you thanks, Lord. We join with Mary to say that um, we rejoice in God our Savior, that our soul magnifies the Lord, and we just give you all the praise and all the glory and we love you god in jesus name amen i bless you saints and i just wish you the very very best of this blessed christmas season from here and all of the saints in arizona